to another exciting episode of the Saturday Shade. I'm your host, Nana Kabute. And on today's topic is one interesting one because, you know, as you can see, I'm repping my <laughs> continent, okay? We are talking about growing up African. And to do that, obviously, I needed to get some Africans to be on the topic, you know? I can't just have, you no know, other people who don't really relate to this, okay? We are not doing <laughs> that. So to have, I have some awesome people here. I have Majida, I have Booba, and I have Kwame as well. Hello. Hi. Hi. Cool. And now, listeners at home, please don't forget to join the conversation on Twitter, SS with Kabute, on Instagram, Saturday Shade, and do not forget to hashtag Saturday Shade as well. So, yeah, so you ready to get into this topic? Yeah, man. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I hear this a lot, and people always ask, especially when I went to undergrad, they're like, oh, you don't act African. Is that where Africans are supposed to act? What I mean, first African? of all, <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, I'm like, first of all, we have an accent that is like just very different anyway across uh-huh. board. So I'm like, how do they expect Africans to act? I mean, oh, you know. Even in, even in the States, the people in the Northeast and the Southerners have different accents. So, you know, yeah. everyone has an accent. That's everyone true. has a different accent. What's up, y'all? You know, that's my Southern people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. so when you say, who's saying that you're African? Like, the people who are not African saying you're African? Yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll use TSU as an example when I was in TSU. And you know, for those who don't know, TSU is a predominant Black school, okay? All races are invited, but, you know, it was a bunch of Black people. So when they ask that question, I'm like, why are you even asking this question if we are all, like, I feel like we look the same. I feel like I came to this school because I wanted to be able to relate and not feel, like, different when I, if I actually went to, like, a PWI. So for African Americans who are asking, "Oh, you don't act African," I'm like, "How, are we supposed how to is act? an African supposed to act?" What's well, the question? Good question. Good question. How are we supposed to act? And someone gave me an example. Okay, backward. <laughs> so someone's example was, "Oh, you know how Nigerians like like to flex, do this and that," because you know, if you went if you went to an, an undergrad where it's like a bunch of Nigerians in the school, you know, Nigerians like to flex, and that's fine, you know. So I think they had that mentality that you had to like come, you know, flexing, showing off, not showing up to class, all these different scenarios in your mind. I'm like, do I act like them? No, I didn't have a car at that time. (laughs) I know, right? I didn't have a car, but I was still showing up to school. I took the bus or I had to walk, you know? So I was like, this shit don't make no sense. But I mean, I guess like you guys, it's a stereotype, you know? Mm, Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, um, over here, most of the time people approach me and then they go like, when I start speaking to them, like you speak English really well. It's like, thank you. And they're like, um, yeah. which part of the US are you from? <laughs> like, I'm originally from Ghana. And they're like, oh, so all the respect, all the whatever they were trying to give to me at the time thinking I was American, everything vanished. Like it just goes downhill like that. When I tell them I'm, I'm from Ghana. I and I'm that. like, okay. So someone just told me that, why don't you just tell them you are from one of just mention a state and go with it. Don't mind anyone. It's like, eh, I don't feel good about that. I'm from Ghana and that's it. If you don't like it, I'm sorry, but that's it. Yeah. 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 I've had the same thing happen to me in an airport. Um, it was a, she was a nice kind older white lady. And she's like, where are you from? And I tell her I'm Ugandan. And she's like, that's in Africa. And she said, yeah. and I said, yes. Cause I, I hate saying I'm from Africa because you know, yeah. it's, it's not a country, country. Yeah. it's a continent. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I always say my country's name and she's like, wow, your English is so articulate. And I'm like, 
Well, <laughs> <laughs> people came over there and taught us. So what do you want to tell you? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And that is, and I mean, I honestly like, you know, Booba, like you said, people, it's happened to me at an airport before one time. Uh, I was actually yeah. flying to Amsterdam, right? And the lady sees my pass and she goes, oh my God, is Martin your first name? I'm like, the pastor says first name. So I, I was really trying to figure out if she was just slow or I honestly, I just <laughs> I, so mean. No, because <laughs> it says first, I mean, we all have passports. We know how they literally print out everything. So to see like first name and it says my, and for you to ask me if it was my first name or my nickname, that's insulting, you know? <laughs> but for, for a lady who works at the airport, that's quite ignorant because you should Thank you. be someone who comes across so many names, you know, mm-hmm. at different times. So that's a very stupid question to ask. You know, in their defense, I don't know what, but in their defense, I'm thinking, uh, you know, sometimes you just want to cross-check or double-check if you're the one. So if it's you, <laughs> you respond to your name immediately. You know what I mean? They do that. Like, just to double-check if you're the one, like, the, you're the real past, like, you're the real mm, person in the passport. Let me put it this way. Mm. That's I mean, it. They I just get, you know, that. I do, and I get that because I know some people. I mean, once they migrate, like you know, those countries, they actually change their names, which is fair, and I do understand why some people do that, you know. But I was just so like, oh, like this lady. I don't know if I, honestly. Mm. So today, I just can't figure out how I'd have actually respond because I, I was about to lose it, but you know, the good Lord is still working <laughs> on me, so <laughs> I had yeah. to kind of like, <laughs> you know, kind of like segue mm. and I'm, I'm not entertaining this, and it's it's crazy, you know. But my next question is, I mean, we all grew up in an African, African household, right? How was your upbringing in an African setting? Let me start. Um, so for me, um, even though my mom and my dad were present, they were working a lot. So I was predominantly taken care of by my grandmother. And that was an interesting roller coaster. Yo. <laughs> 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 The curfews, the oh my god, being locked indoors, and you can only go out at a particular time. (laughs) And if you come back after six, you get whipped. Like, yo, (laughs) that was military style upbringing. And you know, it was it was interesting. Like, we my brother used to find interesting ways to sneak out of the house. Like, the door be locked, and then it has like a latch at the top. So he would he would open it. And then the door would open and then he would tell me, oh, push it behind you. So it looks like the door is still locked. locked. Yeah, like... <laughs> wow. It was, That's <laughs> ingenious, man. Yeah, it was, it was fun times. It was legit fun oh times. Like, it was strict, but I, in that strictness, it was fun. And then I, I went to secondary school, boarding school, and I found out, oh, it wasn't just me. A lot mm-hmm. of people went through that went kind of strict, yeah. you know, attitude and, you know, all of that. So it was interesting. Okay. Booba, how about you? Um, well, I, I kind of had a, a little bit, a little modern, but of course there are some basics, like the concept of curfew. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You had to be home. You know, you didn't just leave. I think one of the things that used to surprise me was, you know how you're watching TV and you're seeing Western World and you see like little kids running around in the mall and you're like, mm. where are their parents? <laughs> never let yeah. me myself. They're going to steal you. Like, you know, they can kidnap you. <laughs> and those are things that used to like, just like confuse me or things like sitting on the bed with shoes. Like, you know how kids run in? And yeah. then they just sit on so their they, bed. That thing baffles like, me. 
till day it baffles me. I see movies till today, and right? jumps on the bed with his shoes. Why? 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 I know. <laughs> mm. Me, I think it, but but I think Majid and I might have something in common because you know we were in the boarding school for like the very long time, yeah, the longest. So I mean, I mean, nine years we were in the boarding house, and it felt like <laughs> your your parents just dumped you somewhere and then they forgot about you. It so was, was like crazy. donation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if you guys go back and choose, would you go back to boarding school? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, everything, everything we are, okay, I'll say, I'll speak for myself. Everything I am today, I think, comes from there. It stems from there. All the, the longest relationships or like the friendships that I've had comes from there. And mm-hmm. setting experiences made me who I am today. So mm-hmm. I think if we had that second chance, I'll do it again. Yeah, I mean, the same with me because like, honestly, did I like it at the time? No, I hated that shit. Like, I'm no, like, no, I don't no, like no. this shit at all. I mean, the experience wasn't, it wasn't a smooth roller coaster. No, 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 no. It wasn't like a smooth ride. It wasn't. Mind the thing is, sometimes you even felt, you felt like they had abandoned you because um, mm-hmm. they're supposed to visit you, like, I think every Sunday, right? Yeah, every Sunday, yeah. Every Sunday, they had to come and visit you. And then if your parents are not around and then they don't send anyone to come visit you, you felt all alone. And then How you, old were you when you went to boarding school? Six. Uh, me, I was six. When no. I was six. Oh, you were six years old? I was six. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, but no. you know, the thing is this. I kind of understood my dad because my dad was always busy. My mom's work took her out. So okay. my dad was always like, he's never home. And he didn't know how to entrust. I mean, he can't just go give us to someone. So he felt like, okay, you know what? I think... Um, if Achimota, I mean, at the time, Achimota was a big deal. Like, Listen, it was the best school you could ever think about. We so, were just bougie, okay? <laughs> <you know? laughs> so, I mean, if let's say we invest in that and we give them to people who would actually professionally take care of them, I think that they're in good hands. So, right from my big sister to myself, we all went there. It was just one sister that didn't go. Mm. Yeah, but we all went through it. So, I mean, okay. I, I didn't really feel so left out because I felt like my big sister had already gone there. And it didn't feel, I didn't feel left out. So I was like, okay. So would you do it again going there at six years old? I don't mind the six years old, eh? Because that's all I know, sweetie. I don't know any other thing outside that. So that's it. Yeah, I'll I mean, do it again. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's, it's, so I'll use Ghana as an example. No, Ghana has like 10 different regions, which people will call it state. I think now it's like 14 or 12. 16. Whatever. 16 now. Wow, boom. See? Yeah. <laughs> I've been out for so long. It's now 16 different states, right? But at that yeah. time, it was 10 different states, you know. And, you know, you realize different people are coming from, like, different states to the same school. It was a huge school, you know. So everybody you knew at that time was just, like, a friend or a colleague. And the good thing I actually love about that school is Ghana has 10. I mean, since there's 16 states now, I, I guess, I don't know if the languages will still be the same. Maybe, like, still the, the same. Okay. Yeah, so just imagine people coming together in one state, right? And everybody speaks different languages. I was able to learn most of the Ghanaian languages because that's all oh, I could learn. Yeah. Nice. You know, I mean, I can speak a lot of them, but I can't really write them anyway, so don't actually write Wait, nothing. <laughs> yeah, Martin is good with languages, though, because you speak Ga, you speak um, Adang. My business, uh, people will be trying to figure out Chi. when they're gossiping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, you're actually very good with languages. I just, it just yeah. clicked for me. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. And that's I've true. learned, and honestly, that's one thing I, I love so much because it's like, I don't think, because honestly, at home, we only speak like my local dialect and English. That's it, nothing else. 
even mm. even so today when you when I call my dad, he's still speaking like the local. I'm like, yo, I'm in public. I can speak that, you know, this American. He's like, well, I don't care. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, speak so it, that shit, right? And I it was think... like, go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, usually like out of like the twelve months of the whole year, we probably go home only three times or four times the entire year. And the longest we go home is like two weeks. Because mm-hmm. even when you go on like those long vacations, they find a way to get our parents' money and have us back in school for some extra classes. Like, goddamn, we're on vacation. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. I, I think that the the really, I mean, the the kind of um, experience that we went through there, um, it was very peculiar. I think that I can't imagine another school in Ghana that had the same thing. Honestly, no, no. we were, with we were yeah, yeah, we were actually considered like lucky. It didn't feel like we we're actually abandoned. The only thing is that when it's time for visit, I mean, you're a kid, so if your dad doesn't come visit you, it's a problem. I mean, during the time we were six, seven, I think up till up till, I think maybe um, grade four. Yeah. That's when they had to make sure that they had to come to us all the time. Yeah. After that, grade five, grade six, you know, they could just, you know, do it like two weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. They needed, you needed to see them. I mean, it was very mm-hmm. important. It was part of you, your, how do you call your formative years. So they couldn't have mm-hmm. just abandoned you like that. Yeah. When they felt that, okay, you know what, you've now um, actually gotten up, accustomed to the whole system. Then they, they actually started, you know, should I say weaning off, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was okay. When we go to JSS, uh, it was another like story. High school was like JSS once a month. JSS is what? <laughs> is what? what what's, what's the equivalent in, in so the US? So JSS would be um, junior so, high. Junior high, but junior it's like high, exactly. it would be sixth to ninth grade. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, seventh to ninth, sorry. Seventh to ninth, yeah. Mm. Yeah, seventh ah, to ninth yeah, grade, yeah. Yeah, seven to nine, yeah. That's yeah, true. so it was crazy though, because for me, my parents used to come very often and I was poor. So it got to where they're like, nah, we're not doing that no more. So they started coming like, once like every two weeks i'm like uh and i started doing like some dumb shit so my dad would just pop up at the school anytime anybody who knew me knew my dad because he would just show up at any time okay Uh, uh, okay well i thought you you were not really that crazy were you well i really was not you know i really wasn't but sometimes i just you know once i go off it's like damn why? <laughs> well, how was how was yeah, your high school yeah. experience? I mean, like? there, there were people who were really crazy, man. You you don't even want to be like them. No. And mm. they, they were always moving from, let's say, head teacher's um, office to the. I mean, it was just moving from you know the big. I don't know what to say. They were always getting themselves into trouble. So it was yeah. a mm-hmm. different thing altogether. Yeah, uh, what was your question? Yeah, yeah. My question was to Buba. Like, how was her high school experience like in Uganda? Um, well, in, so high school you in know Uganda, bougie. she bougie, so that's different. Oh no! Okay. Actually, <laughs> interestingly, high school in Uganda is six years. So my first Ooh. four years, so I think between thirteen to sixteen, I believe, I was in a boarding. So I was in a government boarding school, mm-hmm. and then the last two years, I went to a private school. So I kind of got a private school that was a, you know, you stay home. So I kind of got the ultimate. I got to see both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only time I was in boarding school was for those four years of uh, beginning high school, oh, and it was it was it was like night and day. But I will tell you, when I was done with those four years, I was like, I was done. <laughs> <laughs> like I do. Yeah. The thing is, I went to I went to like a government school, so the funding is limited. The you know the, the resources are so much more or less. 
And, you know, you, I, I remember I went to private school for my like middle school years and then I went to like a government school. But the thing is, I knew what to expect because mm-hmm. interestingly, the government schools are the ones that are like the Harvards. Like for some reason, they have the better performing students because you have yeah. to get in on merit. Mm-hmm. So I got in on merit and I had the experience of four years. I don't regret it, but, you know, I would not. <laughs> I would have not. Yeah. I got, I got the experience of having to be, you know, locked away and being in school and having that visitation just like probably once a month. And then also I got to have the high school experience of, which was better for me, like the last two years where I had like the experience of going home all the time, mm. you're in school with your friends, you hung out on the weekends. Like, man, it was, it was such a difference, like night and day. So like, I don't regret it. But, Listen, yeah. Majid and I went to a school that actually Kwame went to like, the high school version of the same school, okay? But the crazy part <laughs> is that school has had no walls, okay? And let's, I used to flip the bathroom walls to just go out of town. It was, mind you, I was very short at you that time. Did? That school, like, that school was, like, my life because it, it's really shaped me to be who I am because, honestly, you can't go nowhere. Like, you have, like, lights out. Like, you have the time to go and eat. You have to wear, like, a setting. It was, it was very... Was just too much. The discipline was too much. And some of us actually carried it along to our secondary schools, like the high schools that we went to. And mm. for me, I saw the difference. It was like at that level, the level of um, discipline that we were, we had, we were yeah. shown is not the same. It's not the same when it goes to the secondary school. Maybe Motown, like where Kay went, probably mm-hmm. it was still like it was a continu- uh, continuity. But for us, it was like a shift. Yeah. People didn't understand certain concepts. People didn't, they didn't, they didn't respect time. They didn't respect anything. It's like you wake up in the morning and then they tell you that you should lay your bed and some people feel comfortable, they feel uncomfortable about that. And I'm like, <laughs> what are oh, you for like the boarding school in high school? Yeah. You know, kids, kids, they have to be more strict with timing because, you know, kids are kind of like in the development stages. So if you're going to like let them be, they're going to be unruly and it's going to be uncontrollable. Well, I think like high school, people are kind of more developed. So there's kind of like that laid back attitude for, okay, you haven't laid your bed properly. I know for my high school, they used to come and check and they would like snatch you out of class, like mm-hmm. come get your bed. They did. I mean, I'm going to share this and I don't care because cause I, I used to pee in bed. Okay. I used to pee back in the day. I used to be in bed and like all the matches. Leonard Hofstadter from Big Bang. Leonard. So, you know, the mattress had like, for some, because people used to take people's stuff, right? So, my parents literally gave me this mattress that had like my 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 first initial and my last name on it. So, when I pee, I have to take it outside to put in the sun to dry off. So, guess what? It shows my name. <laughs> but then again, I was that kid that was like, you say one, I'll say ten. So it was like people couldn't really tease me that much because they knew I was gonna come back with something. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure about the story? Yeah, Are you sure about the story? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, the thing is, you're, you're out, right? Everyone's gonna listen to this. this oh yeah, they know. I mean, those were <laughs> my dumb like D1 boys. They knew. So most people be like, no, just leave them alone because I used to tease mm-hmm. people. So it was like one thing I always were did, you, like, you know, were you guys bullied in high school? Oh hell yeah! In boarding school? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of it was course. a normal thing. And but, but, normal that, thing. that made me. That made me. I mean, I don't even know what to say. But I think that I, <laughs> when I went to when I went to secondary school, I was terror in the sense that I was hardened before I came there. So mm. <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't penetrate whatever you did. It didn't do nothing. I mean, if you want to punish me, go ahead and punish me. And then, you know, 
Um, like when you go there, the seniors would actually bully you. This is the thing. Like mm. hazing, yeah. literally just hazing. Someone for no like reason. me, I, I didn't really speak any of the lo- like the local languages. I only spoke English, and then that's what pissed everyone off. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, like they're, you're they're better gonna, than anybody else. You know, yeah, they're gonna get you for that. The thought of it was I'm bougie girl. I was like, look, I'm from Accra. Doesn't mean that I I don't understand what you're saying. I just don't want to speak it. I'm not good at it. People laugh at me when I speak, so I don't I don't speak at all. If you want to speak with me and you speak my local dialect, let's go. I'll go with you and we can. Hey, now <laughs> No, 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 not Hausa. No. Wale. Wale. Uh, yeah, you. Oh, from the north. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, it's true. a different thing altogether. Yeah. So, I mean. I wouldn't speak tree. And the thing is, I just didn't like it. I didn't like the fact that people had to push me. They, they wanted me to, to, to speak. So yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't like it. So almost all the time, I realized that I was always kneeling down because the seniors would go like, okay, for me, it's like kneel down. Go on, the, like <laughs> your knees on the floor. <laughs> Yo. And everyone is crying, but Majida is like, you know, I have some serious face. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I think one thing that I never used to succumb to was like, I would only take punishment from like teachers. Mm-hmm. A student, you're punishing me as who? Who are you? We both come from home. Exactly. I would never, and I would never like, don't have people doing punishments. I'd be like, take me to the teacher. I'll take the punishment from the teacher. I'm not doing whatever you're saying. Or like they had this thing, they had this punishment in my school where if you came late for like meals, they make you run around like a very wide. Oh yeah, sign down, <laughs> run around the building. <laughs> I would walk. I would be the last one by a big distance, but I would. I'm like, I'm not running and sweating. Okay, okay. Oh my goodness, I love you. And this is exactly what the girls don't like. You know, when you are in the midst of girls, it's always competition. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe you're prettier than them. Maybe you speak well than them. Or like you're, you're, you're more brilliant. I don't know what it is. It's always this. I don't know, like some silly competition. So they want to put yeah. put you in a place. I don't know what to say. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Junior, they don't care. You, I mean, you came to meet them in the school, so that's it. You need to always succumb or you need to conform to what they say you should do. And mm-hmm. some of us, some are like you and I. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like a boarding school like teaches you. I think it kind of introduces you to personalities earlier on in life. Yes. Where, like, yeah. Like people start noticing personalities when they, like people out here in the U.S., they notice personalities when they move into college and like, you know, then they start having that Move issue. out of their house and yeah. Those are the high school fights I had. You know, I've already been there done that. Y'all are just exactly. doing this now. Thank you. you. Know? We've been there, oh, done that. I mean, we have a PhD. We have retired. We have- having someone wake up in the morning and just not like your guts. For no reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it happens. And, and, and I mean, the guys for sure is different, but then for the girls, yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had petty guys like that. And I mean, I know. Uh, Kwame, come on now. Yo. The whole African thing, eh? I think that yeah. family, society, culture, religion, all of that, it, it, we had certain rules, we had certain norms, we had certain Boundaries. traditions that we needed to follow. So it, it was actually seen across board, wherever you went. Yeah. So in the school, it was a culture. It was like a tradition. Once mm-hmm. you come in and as a first-year student, you need to respect the second-year students and the third-year students who are mm-hmm. like seniors. I mean, you know. Whatever um, they call them. So basically, you don't, you don't get to do your will when you're in the first year. You can't do that. If you're in the second year, you can't do that either. Maybe you just have a leeway. But mm-hmm. when you get to form three, like which is a senior, 
then you can do whatever you want to do, exercise whatever power you want to you want to exercise. Yeah. So I have a question. Allow, yeah. oh, go ahead, finish, finish what you're so, saying. So you, you need to allow people, like I said, how people. Mm, how do I put this? It's like, like a process. You have to go through like the the transition process. It's like a, yeah, it's, be, it's, yeah. It's like an in, initiation. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but it's a whole process. So you start from first year, you move gradually to second year. Then when you get to third year, you can do whatever you want to do. But then mm-hmm. when you come. Just conform. This is what they want. So if you just come and you rebel, you are in trouble. This is just to add to what she just said, though, for some people like myself, it never worked because guess what? I was always befriending like the people ahead of me, so I could do things even when I was in the first year and second years couldn't say nothing because it's like, oh, the third years has his back. Like, just don't worry mm-hmm. about it. But you know, I, I, I finesse my way. Okay. As everybody for should me, do. For me, I mean, I'm, oh, you I'm were. Ready. <laughs> I was ready. I was even ready to get physical. Don't come to me. You can't. But well, then again, mind me. you, she had sisters who were we were actually scared of. Okay, already. So <laughs> no one's been trying to like mess with her. Okay, let's just be honest. So yeah. I mean, if I mention my sister's name, that's it. It's a ticket away. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. When I went to senior high, I didn't have that protection. But then, I had the experience I had from junior high. So, mm-hmm. I really. Nothing was new to me. I have seen people bully like the juniors and all that. I'm not going to cry when you get this. Wait to me. Wait to see that I'm weak or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I was kind of a rebel, a rebellion, if I should say. Yeah. Um, and and we had this thing called mother and school. I mean, school mother and school father thing. That, was that sister, crap. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Uba, go ahead with your question because that's a whole different. So, yeah, my question was relating to what you just said. Um, because I think. Basically, my question is, what's the one thing that you experienced growing up African that you feel like uh, when you came into this Western world, you wanted to change about yourself? Like, I know personally for me, it was that concept of conforming to senior people and not being able to question them. And I, mm-hmm. you know, coming here and seeing how assertive um, you know, American people are, and they will question you. Like you told me to keep quiet, but it wasn't me talking. Well, if a teacher in like our countries would tell you be quiet or they come at you, you cannot yeah. speak up. You know, you have mm-hmm. to like just take the blame and not talk for yourself. Well, here I've learned how to stand up for myself and be like, uh, it wasn't me. So go get the person who did it. So what's the one thing that you had growing up African and you came to the Western world and felt like I'm going to change this about myself and adapt to the West, the way the Western people do it. Yeah. I and think that this is one of those things for me. This is one of those things. Um, the, the second thing is I just, um, I don't want to be limited. Don't limit. Yeah. Me. You know, there's always yeah. this visible cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had the, you can't don't, the nose, like every single time is always like this. You cannot do this. You can't do that. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. Don't say this. Don't tell me that. Exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't restrict me. You know, I just need to be myself. I need to be exactly. myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even though I had a personality, I had a strong personality and everything. I realized that over here, the, 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 the things that were surrounding us in society kind of seeped through. It was still inherent because we were in a class filled with global students from all over the world, then you see that Africans are relegated to the back by choice. Not that because yeah. We, yeah. we just go and sit at the back. When yeah. you ask questions, we never answer questions. We and yet we have the best grades. We know, and we have the best grades, exactly. So we know the answers, <laughs> we never speak, and we are there. So mm-hmm. I just watch the class, and then you see that people just start talking with confidence. Like, they don't know the answer. They just, you know... 
the way they even speak just, about yeah. it, you are convinced <laughs> that they are right. Yeah. The next mm-hmm. one was like, no, I mean, yeah, I understand you, but that's not what I'm looking for. He goes round and round and round, and we are then murmuring this amongst ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it. Like, I know it. I'm like, one of my first experiences. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so why can't we speak? Why can't we speak? Because <laughs> this is exactly how we grew up. Don't, don't speak until you're spoken to. I think that's where <laughs> it's coming know? from. Yeah. You know? I remember one of my first experiences when I, I literally was brand new, freshman, straight out of Uganda. And we're in the class and a professor in here in the States. And the professor tells one of the students, and she tells her, if you cannot be quiet, get out of my class. And this girl stands up. I remember her, her so well. Her name was Brandy. And she's like... I don't want to be in this class anyway. And she walks out and I was like, oh my God, did she just talk to a teacher like that? <laughs> I don't okay. like, it's not in Africa. Not in an African setting. No. You get it whooped, okay? You're going to be whooped in front of the whole school and then oh thrown out. You'll be buried okay. alive. What? what in the world? <laughs> you see how we are all reacting to this? I like, know, but you see, the African is, is like, wait, like, what? <laughs> just give me a quick sec. Okay, you viewers and listeners at home, this is just like a first part of the conversation. Okay, so join us next week for the second part because I'm I'm ready to whip this little girl's ass. Okay. But no, oh. don't forget to join the conversation on Twitter, SS with Nkabute, on Instagram, Saturday Shade, and don't forget to hashtag Saturday Shade. Saturday Shade, it is all about the fun.